right, everyone. It's finally here. College football week zero starts this Saturday. It's been a little bit since uh, we've put out an episode, but that, that's life, man. Two of us are getting married. One of us is already married. And the other is Sam, so you know he's not going to take the lead for this stuff. But anyway, uh, he's not even here today, so I can say that. I do have Max and Spencer with me. Fellas, how you doing? Glad to be good, back. man. Yeah, right, Max. It's good to be back. College football is back, baby. Yeah, college- I'm not going to lie. I feel like work productivity has gone way down since like this first weekend of college football has been looming. Yeah, and the lines are out there now, so we're already talking about like, hey, what if I put money on this one? Or at least I am. I just did that today to you, but yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a good year and it, for the banks, you know? We're going to just reel in the dough after all of yeah. these yeah. this year. <laughs> I hope so. All right, so on today's episode, uh, we're just going to focus strictly on the Gophers. We're not going to go too much into each individual game like big breakdown, but we are going to predict the Gophers record this year. And um, so we'll just go through the the schedule here in order. And a week from tomorrow, uh, as of this recording, guys, it's the first game. Jerry Kill's coming back to town. We take on New Mexico State, 8 p.m., late start time. But I will be in attendance for that one. Um, I believe the point spread is us by 34 last I looked, but I don't have the exact lineup. Let me pull that up here really quick just to see what we're looking at. We're not picking spreads. We're just predicting wins or losses. Anyone thinking that we dropped this one? No. Um, you know, to be honest, I, I know like last year we were kind of touching on this a little bit at the end of the season about how Jerry Kill's return. And we know the history of Jerry Kill and, you know, what he said in recent memory, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, his teams, they always have a chip on his shoulder, like on their shoulders. That's kind of what Jerry preaches and kind of what he does. And I think that New Mexico State will be ready to play. Um, But we're just, we're far more talented. PJ also, I think that he'll do anything to motivate his guys, anything to motivate them. And whether that's, you know, showing like, hey, we're the new regime, we're the new gophers. This is how much better we are than what you you did in the past. Yeah, I like that. He's he's just going to motivate his guys in a way that we'll we'll get the job done. Um, But, yeah, that aside, just talent-wise, you know, we're obviously the favorites. Um, It's at home, first game of the season. All the students will be there. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think we win this one handily. I agree. I, I really don't have anything much to add. So I'm I I got the Gophers going and out to start the year. Yeah, yeah same here. Uh, the- spread though, you know, like Go ahead. you know, like spread spread things. You know, with the Gophers are always challenging. To be honest, like I'm looking at last season. I remember we had like major spread margins for yeah. some teams, but we never hit those marks. I'm yeah. not so. sure. Sure. Again, like it's the first game of the season, so it's hard. But to be honest, I would probably hit the under, or like, or I'd, I'd I'd go. I'm sorry, I'd go New Mexico State covering because oh, yeah. I I just don't know if I have faith in the Gophers to win by 35 points. I just I yeah, that's know. a ton of points. I'm with you there. And um, yeah, all right. So one and all for there for all of us. And then next week, the following week on September 10th, we then have Western Illinois. I don't have much to say if we should be 2-0. Does everyone agree we should be 2-0 through these first two kind of 
Yeah, pretty games. handily. Yeah, yeah. Western Illinois. I've never heard of Western Illinois. They are the Roughnecks. That's a cool name, but that's okay. about it. <laughs> that sounds like uh, like if Iowa had a like semi pro football team, I feel like that's hey, what it would be called. Right? <laughs> now, are they D one A? Are they D one double A? Or are they? What? Yeah, I think they're FCS. Which I think okay. I believe we played them in like probably like the early. 2010s or something probably. i feel like we've played them before or like a team exactly like that probably yeah should be 2-0 and could always be another bowling green i really don't think that's gonna happen uh those first two games though just because i mean new mexico state was literally picked to finish like or they were literally picked as like one of the worst teams in the fbs so um yeah, yeah. the thing with these first two games too i mean i know the over under for new mexico state's like 56 and then western illinois i'm sure will be like right around there too i feel like the under is like i don't know how either of these two teams are really going to put up any points and then pj doesn't like to show much from the offense yeah. so it could be a blowout but it could be like 42 to 3 where it's yeah. like you're not going to get like those high 50s I, I agree with that completely. I'm I'm sure through these first, even probably three games. I'm going in next week to Colorado, another home game. Um, I don't just based on what we saw last year, following Colorado, kind of not. I mean, not following them per se, but just you know, it didn't look like they turned it around very much, even after us crushing them right. last year. Um, and I just think that we still have the better overall roster, so. I mean, maybe kind of uh, definitely more of a test in those first two games, but I, I like the Gophers to win easy, at least judging based off no game so far this year. I like Colorado and Colorado does play two, you know, decently like they play two real opponents to start the year before us. They play TCU and Air Force. So, um, you know, that could work one or two ways for them. You know, it could get them more up to speed and maybe a little bit more ready for us. But by two games, I expect us to be ready. Um, but they could face more injuries, like playing those two, I, I mean, real teams, but, you know, more physical, bigger schools to start the year. So right. uh, I, I yeah. like to go 3 and all through the non-conference. Same I year. agree. We should. I mean, I think Big Ten, or not Big Ten, ESPN rated us uh, the easiest non-conference uh, of all the Big Ten schools. And I, you know, looking around at some others, I, th- I think that's correct. <laughs> I haven't looked at any others, but to be honest, just looking at it, I would agree with that. Um, I know, I know, Iowa's isn't great, but they do have Iowa State, like you know, like normal. Oh, so that's, yeah. that's, I mean, yeah. Iowa State's a better team than any of those teams, at least. On <laughs> yeah. Paper, so yeah. Okay. Wisconsin also gets to play New Mexico State. I think that's their third non-conference okay. game. Okay. So I'd at least root for Jerry to beat the Badgers. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Camp Randall. Something he's never done, so... <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> Shots One other him. small nugget about Colorado, they also they lost their top back, that Jarek Broussard. I think we talked quite a yeah. bit about last year. But we get to see him the next week because he transferred to Michigan State. Oh, Ooh. that's right. I completely forgot. Also, we're facing our former offensive coordinator at yep. Colorado, so that's something. But uh, we'll save all those... You know. Storylines for when I'm previewing <laughs> that game. Well, just, yeah, that was just a tease. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how much we'll add Me to too. it. But yeah, moving on to Sparty. This is a this is a big one. That's kind of a rough start to Big Ten play. Your first road game on the road in East Lansing, taking on the 15th ranked as of right now, Michigan State Spartans. Uh, first of all, I want to get this 
Yeah, I've because I've seen both sides of it on Twitter, just from paying attention to the Big Ten fan base. I've seen a good amount of people thinking that Michigan State is being disrespected by starting at fifteen. I just, do you guys think that's appropriate for them, or where do you think they're at? Just preseason. I, I know it's kind of blind, but I think that's especially good. with the history. Last year, they finally got back on track, like the old kind of Michigan States that we're used to. Yeah, um, but they haven't really had year after year sort of success for me to say, yes, they need to be a top 10 team. I think 15 is even generous. Well, they're a good team, but I think that they're in the right spot. I, I don't disagree with that ranking. I know what to think of the preseason rankings, just because I don't know what they're supposed to mean. If it's yeah. supposed to be like, here's where they deserve to be, because then you would argue right. why is Clemson at five. But then if you're supposed to say, well, this is where we think they're going to be at the end of the season, you'd say, well, how would yeah. you ever know? Like, what yeah. is that even based and, off of? And on top of that, like we know, like for example, Texas—they're always ranked, <laughs> always right. ranked in the preseason, and they never yeah. show up. They never well, even worse show. is Notre Dame. Exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna use this as another. I say it every year, but every year it happens. We, they say they—if your team's not ranked, and you feel like it should be ranked top 25 they always tell you don't worry about it it doesn't really matter and to an extent they're right because if you beat enough teams you're going to get ranked but when the first college football playoff rankings come out you're going to hear well at the time that team was ranked number 14 nation they beat them even though it's like week two or three of the season and that team hadn't beat anybody up until that point and if you beat them it's like oh they were ranked 14th at the time you know what i mean and they always use that to prop up the teams that they seem to want to prop up and I complain about it every year, and it, it I swear it happens every year. But anyway, um, I think 15 is fair for Sparty, but I think I'm not as high on Sparty as a lot of people are. I'm not saying this Agreed. is an easy win game at all. It's not. Um, it's a very tough game to start out the conference. They're going to be a physical football team. I think Mel Tucker is going to do a great job there, and I think he is a good coach. Looking back at last year, though, their offense relied heavily on big plays. Right. It seemed like every every not every touchdown, but every time they did do well in games, it was a lot of explosive plays. And they lose Kenneth Walker, who was probably the best one, a top two back in the country last year overall. So that's going to be hard to replace. I don't know if the Colorado kid is going to be able to do that or come in and do as well as he did. And then also their pass defense was brutal last year. Did they bring in a lot of guys to fix that? I honestly don't know. I haven't dug into Michigan State, full disclosure. but. I just need to see that more, you know, see that defense be better before I can just say, oh, yeah, they're going to be closer to a top 10 team. Um, I just, because, probably because I know the Gophers, obviously I'm a Gopher fan, and I know our guys, I like the experience that the Gophers bring back, and I I like us going on to Michigan State, and I like us winning that game. I have us beating Michigan uh, State. I agree totally, Kurt. And, you know, I know it's a totally different look of a team and different coaches, but historically it seems like we keep up with Michigan state. Um, We don't necessarily win those games, but historically it's a close game. Um, And I just think that we'll be ready to take them on. Uh, Like you said, they relied heavily on that running game. Um, Our running defense, if it's anything like it was last year, even if Michigan state is as good as last year, I'm confident that they can stop it. We'll have to force them to go through the air and I'm just confident we can get the job done. I've got the Gophers winning this one too. Um, and honestly, between this one and the next two road games was kind of, I was struggling to find where, you know, one of those hiccup losses might come in. Yep. Um, but like you said, Kurt, Michigan State relying heavily on Kenneth Walker and 
I know he, I don't think he finished the complete season. I think he got hurt, but Jalen Naylor to the wide receiver who's now on the Vikings. Yeah. So losing their top two, like big playmakers, it could, they could easily replace him, but it's, I don't know. I feel like we have so much more coming back that yeah, we should win. The quarterback play was up and down. It was really good in their big wins, and that sounds kind of obvious because that's how it is for most teams in college football. But it's not like you no, know, it's not like we're taking on Tua's little brother at Maryland, somebody that does legitimately <laughs> right, scare me. Right. And I'm always going to call him that because I'm never going to be able to pronounce his his name. But anyway, um, yeah. So I I thought. I thought one of us would pick us to lose there. I'm not gonna lie, but okay, we got the we got the maroon and gold colored glasses on right now, which is you know fine by me. Now we follow that up with a home game against Purdue. First home game in the Big Ten. Purdue is getting a ton of love from everybody. It seems like they're getting thrown up there as a legitimate contender for the West this year. And I'm not saying they're not. It's just Fleck just has known how to beat Purdue. I don't know what it is. They came in red yeah. hot that year. They beat, remember they trounced Ohio State and they came here mm-hmm. and it was kind of cold and we just destroyed them. And last right. year it was an ugly weathered game. Max, you got married on that day. Yeah. It was Great just, day. yeah, it was. And it was just bad weather there and we, we just were out physical with them there. They lost their, you know, I don't know when the last time Purdue had had a star player on the defense, but last year they did in a call office or whatever his name was i i'm gonna just butcher names today but that's right he's gone david bell who was amazing he's gone um they do i will give purdue's quarterback credit he's probably the probably the best quarterback of the west at least more consistent um i'm sure they're gonna have great receivers to come in again and i think it's gonna be a tight game and a very close game but i i like fleck over brom because so far that's just how it's gone and i'm gonna stick to that I do too. I think that Fleck just knows what Purdue's going to do, and we've been able to to beat them every year that he's been here. I know that Purdue gets hyped up when they play us. I think it'll be a hard fought game and everything, but I do think that we'll be able to get the dub on that day, especially being at home. I'm the same with you guys again. I think we win this one. Um, it is one that you know the two styles of play are pretty different in you know Minnesota, but just kind of pounding the ball, controlling the clock, and Purdue becoming more of an air raid team, too, that if we were to get behind early, it's a team I I don't know if we could really, you know, keep up with necessarily offensively. I mean, I think talent-wise we can. It's just not what we've seen. But I think PJ, like you said, can control the game. We get him at home. I think it's a win. It's also homecoming, which is a little scary, but... Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. You mentioned the air raid offense. One of the things I've heard in the Big Ten Network and... You know, Ryan Burns, all the media hype up most, I feel like, about this gopher team is the secondary. Our secondary is probably right. as deep as it's been in at least as long as Flex been here, maybe longer. Um, they like a lot of corners and safeties, guys that aren't necessarily going to be out there every play, but will get rotated in just because that's how much they like them. So I really like that matchup with Purdue. I feel like we have the guys, as long as everyone's healthy, give it like, you know. But, you know, I think we have the guys out there to slow down Purdue enough and get the get the dub. Okay, so then after that, we do have a bye week, which I think is huge because Perfect timing. I think if there is a trap game on this schedule, it is the at Illinois game. You're mm-hmm. at Illinois after your homecoming, uh, the first game after your homecoming game on the road, and Bielema 
is he is a butthead, but I got to give it to him. His teams are just stingy in, in the best possible way. They just don't give up anything easy. They play hard. They like their starters this year at Illinois. I know that they, they say the depth isn't really there yet. You know, it's only his second year there, right? It's only his year two for him, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that this game does scare me. I, I feel like this very well could be the, the hiccup game. What are your guys' thoughts? What do you guys see here? Um, kind of like I said at the beginning here, I think that PJ is going to be able to hype up the players. Be like, last year, this is what they did to you right at home to you all. Let's take that back at the, on their home territory and win. We are the better team on paper. But I think you just you said it best. Yeah, Belima's teams, they're just going to be stingy. They're just going to fight hard. They're going to be able to do it. Um, but if we remember last year, they weren't getting anything done offensively, really. Um, yeah. If we can, and I think this is big on Tanner, and hopefully Mo will be healthy as well. Yeah. I think if both of them are on point, I think that we'll be able to, you know, to dominate offensively, hopefully, and then get the job done. Both teams do have new offensive coordinators, so neither were happy with how their offense played overall last year. So it'll be interesting. Uh, I'll preface this with, I made sure to put down my predictions ahead of time because I knew if I did it on the spot, I would end up somehow talking myself into us going 12-0. Yeah. But just looking through the lens of a gopher football fan... Coming off homecoming and a bye, and then we go to Illinois. I think I think we either if we don't lose this one, I think we lose next week. And I'd rather lose to Illinois than at Penn State. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um I I'm kind of you know, Max, I fully planned on picking Illinois. To, to, I'm not gonna lie, I, I picked I was going I did the same thing. I knew what I was gonna pick for the gophers, but now as we're talking about it, here's my one saving grace, something that I failed to see and I should have. Illinois does not have a bye week the week before us, and their two pr- opponents before us are at Wisconsin and then they host Iowa. That is two super physical teams, and on paper, we are the better team. So I do like us to avenge that loss, and I think we do beat Illinois this year. Nice. All right. Now, following week uh, at Penn State yeah. um, is going to be whiteout. Yeah. I'm, on- if you don't mind, I, I'll take the reins on this to start here. Okay, I like um, it. I think, like you said, it's a whiteout. Right now, it's a 6.30 game. It's going to be big time in Happy Valley there. Um, we can look back a couple years ago, right before COVID, the year before COVID, when we had that awesome game against Penn State. One of my favorite games, honestly, that, that I saw, you know, I've seen in the go- for Gophers. Um, I just know that Penn State, I'm sure there's part of them that to avenge that. I'm sure they have players on their team that remember that. PJ and our team might remember that as well. Um, but it's in Happy Valley in the White, like you said, Kurt. And sometimes, I don't know if you guys think agree with this or not, but sometimes the moments for PJ get so big that it hurts him. And I think that this might be the one. Like, he gets really emotional. And, you know, like, I think of the Iowa game 
couple years back or a few years back when he gets on a field, whatever, like just some things he does, he makes emotional decisions while coaching. And I could see stuff like that happening during this game. And as I'm predicting, I think we're going to be undefeated until this point. Um, but I think this is where, you know, we, we might catch our first loss, a scathing loss. Um, I think Penn state's going to be a better team than they were last year. Um, and it's at it's at their place. I just think that they're going to be ready to go. <laughs> Excuse me, and just avenge kind of what happened a couple of years ago. They'll want to win that bell back. Hope it's not true, but I'm just thinking that that's what might happen. Yeah, I agree a lot with what you said. <laughs> I I flip flopped. I basically did what Max said. I I thought we would lose one of the Illinois or Penn State games as well. Um. So it looks like I'm going with the Penn State one for a lot of the reasons you shared, Spence. I'm going to say this. I, I don't think this Penn State team is particularly as scary as some as we've seen in the past. Um, Sean Clifford did seem improved last year before he got hurt. But at the end of the day, like he is Sean Clifford. I, he's not an elite-level quarterback. He was brutal in their loss to us a few years ago. Um, that seems like forever ago now, just with the COVID year and then another year happening. But him and Tanner are still here, which is kind of crazy. Anyway, um, their O-line, you know, they're never, like, running the ball all over you, so they rely on their playmakers, which I'm sure they do have. They did get a lot of young guys in on on that defense in the bowl game. Um, I'm assuming they will be better. Gosh, I really like the athleticism of our, of our defense, though. Um, just... <sighs> I'll pick Penn State, but it's just such a on the fence answer. I feel like the Gophers really would win this game. I'll go with Penn State at home at the Whiteout because of the atmosphere, and like you said, Fleck getting a little emotional. We might go in a little bit too juiced, so I'll, I'll go. I'll go Penn State sneaks out with a close one. I think, yeah, I think what all the reasons you guys laid out makes sense for a Gopher loss. Um, but if I'm sticking with my my original prediction that we just came off a loss at Illinois. And this is flip-flopping a little bit too, kind of using your your logic from the last game, Kurt. Penn State is coming off a game at Michigan, and then they, I doubt they'd look past, but their next game is Ohio State. So getting sandwiched between those, they historically don't Gosh, perform that's the a great greatest. Point. Wow, yeah, that they don't. They do, <laughs> thanks. They don't. <laughs> just stealing <laughs> Kurt's logic. Um, and they just historically don't always perform their best in these whiteout games i think this is when we steal um i don't know i think i don't think their defense is as scary other than joey porter jr is a stud at corner yeah. but if we're running the ball it's not Gosh, it's not that's... really a thing so I'm, I, I feel like i'm too much caught up in my fandom right now because i i do like the go for that game but it just seems i feel like that's <laughs> i mean if we start out w like what would that be what are we to there is that seven and oh yeah that is incredible. Like that, I would. Yeah. I think it's, it's very exactly doable. My logic. I think it's I very agree. doable. I just we do usually drop one under Fleck, and that's what I'm yes. gonna I'm gonna stay on. So it's yeah. I'm I'm with you, Max. I think it's it very well could be the Michigan State game. I really do like us to beat them there, though. And um, uh, if it's not Illinois, which could be sneaky, I I'm gonna stick to Penn State. Just a little bit yeah. too much, but yeah, I I don't think this is. I think this Penn State team is not as good. Is the team that we did beat? I'll say that, but they are I at home agree with and that, it's the yeah. night game, so we'll see. And it's really like I haven't heard 
I don't know. I feel like I don't hear as much hype. Uh, like usually Big Ten Network is at least mentioned Penn State, like when they're talking about like, oh, who could give Ohio State problems this year? And I really don't hear much talk about Penn State from them this year other than Franklin's extension. So I, I don't know. It, it's kind of weird, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. I, 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 heard, I, just, I just think that um, we're more than capable of winning that game, but you just said it perfectly. We usually drop one in between – the first game in Penn State, all, the, all those games combined before our last stretch there, I feel like we're going to drop one. And it's I know it'll be one that we could have won, win, could have won, but um, like you said, under PJ, I just haven't seen that, you know, I haven't seen him win all the games, check all the boxes that he should win. Actually, we're going to add something. Yeah, it just – my. You know, game by game prediction, I picked Illinois as our loss because it seems like when we lose, you know, when we lose kind of those those weird midseason games, it's the teams that aren't as good as us. And we just kind of either didn't, you know, didn't have the energy or didn't open up the playbook enough. And just, yeah, like I said before, like, it's just like a Minnesota system of like, oh, we just came off a bye. That's a loss. Doesn't really matter who we're playing. Um, But really, at you know, after week eight at Penn State. Like you know, it could be Michigan State, it could be Illinois, it could be Penn State. Either way, I think we're for sure six and one, no matter what. I like that. I was just about to throw out what is the worst do you think we can survive? Well, maybe we'll say this for next week, but I was just gonna say, do you think we can still win the West and have more than one loss to those first seven games? More than one loss? Yeah. Boy, I would have to look at the schedule for the other teams. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll save that for next week because that's yeah. what, that's what we're gonna kind of kind of go into with the new mexico state preview but that's just the thought that i'm kind of having as we're going through this all right so i believe everyone though has us at six and one through the first seven so i will i will take that um so we follow up penn state with a home game against rutgers which i think is just the perfect game to have after oh yeah hyped up you know Rutgers, I think, has a great coach in Shiano. I think he will be a good coach there again. Um, but they just they don't they don't have the roster this year. I'm I'm not saying they couldn't get you know funky on us and pull out all the stops and pull out some crazy. I mean that Rutgers loss would be equivalent to how I view the Illinois loss and Bowling Green loss last year because I just don't think they're that good of a team this year. Um, I think Rutgers, it's between Rutgers and Indiana, I think, of who finishes last in the Big Ten East. Um, but, yeah, that I, I think off the loss, comeback refocused, or just the better overall roster. Um, Fleck respects the heck out of Shiano after he was hired by him, so he's not going to take them lightly. I, I like the Gophers in that one. Yeah, I, I agree with all your points, but I really have nothing else to add. Like you said, Coming off a loss to Penn State, how, how we're predicting, I think that it's a perfect game to fall back on, get your feet back from under you, and then just head into the next big four games after that one. So I think it's a it's a win. Coming off a win, we come we come back home. Um, <laughs> yeah, like you guys said, Rutgers. I don't know. In a way, it almost feels like a kill era Gopher team, where it's like talent. They they got some guys, but you know you never want to take them lightly. But getting them at home, I think we, I think we win. Yeah, I mean, the last game I actually watched of Rutgers, I really don't know if I watched their bowl game or not last year. I'm guessing I didn't because I can't remember who it was against. Uh, 
I bet money on them to beat Northwestern at the end of the year, and they didn't. So, and Northwestern was garbage last year. So, I <laughs> I'm gonna keep that going for that. Rutgers isn't that good this year, and uh, yeah. All right, moving on. The following week, starting November now, back on the road against the Huskers. Huskers had a very good transfer porter transfer portal season, so that's always important. Uh, got that going for them at least. I this would be like my. I think this is like if you're an outsider or like a national one. I think you look at the Gopher schedule and be like, "That's the trap game at the road on the road against Nebraska." You know, I've seen some people think Nebraska has an equal chance to the Gophers, Iowa, and Wisconsin at winning the West this year. I just don't buy it. It has not worked yet for Frost. This is year five. I think it's year five for him. Um, besides that one year where we ended up firing, you know, Rob Smith. Uh, you know, hope he's doing well. I, I just just don't buy Nebraska. I, I know they're going to have good skill position players. They usually always do. A new quarterback coming in from Texas, uh, Thompson. So maybe there's not as much, you know, up and down there at that position for them, which could help. Um, you know, and that's pretty deep in the season. So we'll see how they're rolling at that point. But, and I mean, who knows? Like, honestly, Nebraska, like, if things go that far south, like as bad as they could or have gone, Ross might not even be the head coach at this game. And I'm going, I'm not making a call on that. I'm not predicting that. I just, I like Fleck. He's beaten Frost pretty handily. Um, it is on the road. So it is a tricky game. I'm not expecting a huge, you know, blowout win because last year's game was close as well. And that usually has been close with Nebraska, but I do like the Gophers to win that one. Yep, I'm with you 100%, Kurt. I think I was kind of, le- at first looking at it, I was a little nervous because it would seem like a perfect moment to be a trap kind of game for the Gophers. But historically, we've just had their number. We can get the job done against them. It's going to be look a little different for the Huskers, too, just with the, some personnel changes, coaching changes. They did have a good transfer portal year, like you said. Um, I just... I'm just happy with our foundation and how Fleck has grown this. And there hasn't really been as much, there has been a little, but as much discombobulation, you know, um, there's been a lot of that there at Nebraska than there has been here. So I just think we get the job done there. I think, I think this is a win, solid road win. Um, The only thing that worries me about it is that when I look at it, nothing scares me. And it seems like that's usually a cause for concern. Bowling Green, Illinois. Uh, yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I can save it mostly for next week when we do the preview, but I don't know if Nebraska's offensively, you know, everyone's talking about, um, you know, Martinez to Thompson, how that's an improvement. I tend to disagree with how bad Nebraska's offensive line is and Thompson isn't as great of a runner, but I don't know. I think our defense can handle that Nebraska offense. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'll leave it there. All right. So what we got? We got three games left. We have a big ones. Yeah, they are big. So like the following week after Brest, we come home against North Northwestern. Gosh, I I hate betting against Northwestern, and everyone is kicking them down. You know, but I just didn't. Did they bring anybody in? Because they had they 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 basically didn't have anyone on offense last year yeah. at all. I think I just, that they're essentially the same. I don't think they'll be as yeah. bad. I mean, it's Northwestern. They've always been the tricky one. Yeah. Um, I just don't think that they'll be 
as good as they could be. Yeah. I think they'll be, like I said, they'll be better than last year, but not that great. He I'm lost. glad. I'm glad we are at home. I'm not going to lie. I'm glad yeah. it's at no, home. I agree. I think we walk out of there with the dub. I, I agree. I'm taking us to get the dub. Northwestern, they lost their best player on defense, and then defense wasn't even that good last year to begin with, which is weird for a Northwestern team. Now, there was some younger dudes playing, so we'll see how that goes. Like I'm expecting them to be better overall on defense this year, but I just don't see don't see any playmakers for them looking at their offense. So I, I just don't think there's going to take a lot of points to beat them. I, I like the Ghosts. Yeah, same here. Uh, especially being towards the end of the season, and like you said, at home. Um, looking at Northwestern schedule too, they have a bit of a gauntlet. <laughs> We're kind of towards the end of it too, so could be beat up, could be kind of depleted. But yeah, yeah I take the Ghosts. All right, I, I, and this next one, I think this is this is for me the biggest game of the year. It's the one I want to win probably the most. It, I always say that, and then Wisconsin always finds a way to get it, but. He hosts the Iowa Hawkeyes following the Northwestern game. <sighs> Listen. I, I know I say, I've said this, I've said this a, a million times, I feel like now. Everything on paper, to me at least, feels like if you're, if Flex's going to beat them, it should be this year. You get them at home, you have a bunch of experience back. Iowa's offense was abysmal last year. I'm expecting it to be slightly better, but even the offensive line struggled at times last year. Their defense is going to be great. The counterpoint to that is how much better can they be than they were last year after all the points and turnovers they forced? You know what I mean? Like, right. They're, they're going to be great. They're probably the, I think overall they're considered the best defense in the Big Ten, which they probably will be. It's just, I would think something's got to give. Everything is telling me to pick the Gophers, but I've used it a bunch this podcast. Fleck just owns Frost. Fleck just owns Brom. Right now, Ferentz owns Fleck. I, I got to see it before I pick it. So I, I'm going Iowa. Iowa is going to beat us again because that's just how it's gone under this flex tenure yeah. so far. I hope I'm wrong. It, I really do. But I that's just how I see it. I got to pick Iowa. I, I'm with you 100%, Kurt. But I got the Gophers winning. Here's the thing. You're right. Barron's as PJ. Like, he owns them. He knows how to beat the Gophers. He's known how to do it since 2014, since that loss that he had. He just knows how to beat us. But we have it at home. This game, to me, personally, this is me, this is more important than the last game of the season. Hell, this is the most important game of the season, I think. For me, personally, this is the game that I have circled on my calendar. We have not beaten this team since 2014. We have not gotten back to Floyd or Rosedale. If there's anything to ride your season on to hype everyone up about, if you're P.J. Fleck, it's to get the job done against Iowa. He hasn't been able to do it. He's been able to cross all these bridges and do so much for the Gophers so far by beating a Penn State, by beating a Wisconsin. Wisconsin. He needs to beat the Iowa Hawkeyes. That's the next big thing for him. I think he finally gets it done this year. I love it. I've just given myself that pep talk too many times, so I'm just gonna wait. Call me a pest. Uh, whoa! All right, my whoa, dog's. Whoa! Call <laughs> <laughs> you a what? <laughs> a pessimist. Uh, I'm gonna have to see it before I believe it. I hope I'm wrong. I get excited hearing you give that speech, Spence. <laughs> yeah, I 
I've I've also got the Gophers winning this one. Um, I think it, I like everything you guys both said. You know, it it could obviously go either way. I don't feel the most confident picking them to win, but I think coming off uh, three weeks of Rutgers, Nebraska, Northwestern, and Iowa is coming off Wisconsin. I I like that a little better. Uh, we do get them at home, which I think is. I mean, if we're playing at Iowa, I I would almost never pick us to win. I feel like. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is the year we do it, but it, we could win by like one, <laughs> just leave it at that. But take it. All right. Well, do you guys have us 10 and one? 10 and one. I have us nine and, one. And, nine and two heading to Camp Randall. Oh, oh man. Yeah. This one is, is extremely tough because the chip on the shoulders at Wisconsin, uh, you you know what I mean? It's, they're going to be pissed. Like, like you're like that last, that one year they were pissed and they dominated. I think they were talking about it at the big 10 conference, like meeting where the players, but they were still talking about it. Yeah. They, they want it really bad and it's going to be hard, but and you know the running back. I'm forgetting his name. He's a very Allen, good player. Yeah. He's he's supposed to be a top back in the country. But they still got Mertz. He'll be he'll be good. I think he'll develop better. Defense is always usually pretty good. Yeah. But if this is the year that PJ wants to get us to the next step, he's got to be the dual threat in Wisconsin and Iowa. And I think this is PJ's chance to do it. And I think we go into Camp Randall and we get the job done. It's going to be a brutal, hard-nosed game. It's going to be cold. But I think we get Wisconsin back-to-back. We catch them. And we show them who Big Brother is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, here's my thing with Wisconsin. Wait, wait, wait. Let me back up two seconds to something you said. The chip on the shoulder thing, just looking through the schedule – I mean, we should. The Gophers are not at the point where they can overlook anybody in conference ever. Don't like, I'm not that blinded. But just looking at like going through their schedule of how many teams that we are probably their top targeted team, I feel like a little bit this year. Like, I think we're definitely Wisconsin's. I would say we're up there with, uh, we're probably pretty close to the top for Nebraska because PJ, I know they can't stand PJ. It's probably between us and Iowa for Nebraska, but we're up there on them. I got to imagine we're definitely Purdue's because we beat them all the time as well. And then I'm not going to say we're the team that Penn State is wanting to beat the most this year. That's probably Ohio State and Michigan. But I think we're up there, at least on the players' minds, because enough of them are around from that last loss to us. I just feel like that's going to be a theme this year is the target's going to be on our back a little bit, even though we didn't win the West. But I mean, we should be targeting other teams too because we're not where we want to be. Um, now back to more to Wisconsin. Kind of like what I said with Northwestern, outside of the running backs, Burt's is okay. When they were winning, he was doing okay. He was fine last year, maybe a little bit above average even at times. But who is he going to throw the ball to this year? I really don't know. Right. I, know I know some Wisconsin beat writers are hyping up some guys they got and everything, but I kind of I need to see it. And I think they're going to have to be balanced on offense to beat us because I think this gopher team is going to be that good. Here's where I'm torn. I on. For this, I had the Gophers at nine and three in my head, but I've talked us up to ten and two here because I like us to beat the Badgers. But I feel like nine and three is the right answer. But I'm going to stick with it. Ten and two, ten and two. I was finishing ten and two with a W 
over Wisconsin. Tanner Morgan gets the job done again. How many quarterbacks can say that they beat Wisconsin three times? Not many. Wow. Tanner will be. Yeah, I I should have gone first. I also have us going ten and two, uh, finishing the season with a loss to the Badgers. What? Um, I think the emotions of finally beating Iowa will just wear us thin. I think we'll play very close. I wouldn't be shocked if we win, but um, I mean, we, we beat him last year uh, going to Camp Randall's a different beast. So just trying to be realistic. I mean, I think realistically we go 10-2, and two, and I think we're just going to have to lose on the road. Yeah. You know, I, I get that. I, I, I'm the one guy that has 11-1, and one, and part of it's emotional, but truthfully, fellas, don't wouldn't you say that we are more than capable of going eleven and one? I I'm gonna yeah. take it oh, one yeah. step further. Like outside, besides, you know, besides, you know, obviously, and I'm doing that because we're get, you know, PJ gives up a game or two, but I think yeah. he can do it this year. I really do, and that's why I believe we are capable of doing it. It's gonna be hard. I'm not saying it's it. gonna ha- gonna happen, but you know, they are more than capable of doing it. So. Yeah, I, I, there's not a team on this schedule that the Gophers can't beat. And I know that doesn't right. sound like a high bar, but like in years past where it's like, oh, Michigan's on here. Like if Michigan and Ohio State were on here this year, I would have yeah. them both chalked up as L's right away. Those those two teams are going to be really good this year again. Shocker. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not as high on, on Michigan State or Penn State as some people are, but I just think we match up well. I... I <sighs> Besides Iowa's defense and special teams, I think the okay. Let me change my statement here so I don't have to say that. I think the Gophers are probably the most uh, well-rounded team against anybody they face this year. I think there's less holes on the Gophers than Michigan State, than Purdue, than Penn State, than Illinois. I think they are the deeper team than all the teams on the schedule, and that gives you a shot to to beat all of them. So. I yeah. twelve and zero is just too tough, and I can't get myself to mentally go there for the Gophers. But I, I mean, it should be a ball game in all of these games. Now everything can happen, right? Even Iowa, who was a great team last year, got blown out by Purdue. Like crap can go wrong in a game. You just never really get it back. But I expect every game to be a ball game. Ten and two is definitely possible. I feel like nine and three is probably going to happen, but I'll, I'll stick with ten and two because that's what I predicted here with you guys. So ten and yeah. two. I, yes. Just to make the Gopher faithful feel good about you know where we stack up, just you know how the season could go compared to Wisconsin and Iowa. Um, I mean, I don't think this is that crazy. I think just mathematically, we've got to be the most like if you had to pick a team to go undefeated, it would be us because Wisconsin and Iowa both play at Ohio State. Yeah. Iowa also plays Michigan. Yeah. That's so why... it's kind of one of those where, like, yeah, like I'm not saying we're that means we're going to beat both of them or one of them, but yeah. looking at our schedule as a whole, it's like, well, realistically, like you said, we don't have that. Like, we're we're gonna have to really, you know, pull out all the stops to win yeah. this game type of Honestly, game. That biggest that biggest game for me is Iowa, just because at this point, I think it is a mental hurdle for this team. Um, right. But, and I feel like we maybe we should have done this one, but we can do it more. Uh, next week i just the things we're hearing about this gopher team and i mean i feel like it kind of scares me because the closer the season gets the more and more love i'm hearing um howard is it howard griffin or howard griffith from the big 10 network the former running back i can't remember his name exactly 
The Big Ten Network analysis guy, though, only schools I believe that they had not seen yet were Michigan and Michigan State. And he said that the Gophers were the second most talented team that they stopped at. So he had us only behind Ohio State at the time. I'm sh- Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to fool it. We are behind Michigan. Michigan's supposed to be loaded it, just like last year, except maybe minus a couple starred defensive linemen. But, I mean, if you're putting us in the top, that puts us instantly in the top top team they thought as far as talent goes for the West because they had seen everybody at that time. So, you know, getting a lot of love. Depth is there. This team could be really special, and it's getting the only time I had this much hype was for the team that was heading into the COVID season. But then COVID happened, and everything kind of got thrown off, and I didn't know what to expect. And uh, that season obviously fell flat for a couple different reasons. You had Bateman opting in, then opting out, then opting you know, out again. Uh, but that's where this level of hype is building to for me, and it just makes me nervous because I, I, <laughs> I'm a hurt Minnesota fan. I just don't want to be let down. Yeah, um, I agree with you, Kurt. I, I just think, like I said, I just think that we're, we, we're capable of doing it. And I think that it's a te- like PJ has to prove that he can get over the easy games, right? If he can, if he can win all the games that we should win, and that's pretty much all the games except the last two. I mean, Penn State, Michigan State. They, yeah, I get it. But like, if we can win all the games easily that we should win, I think that's a good step for PJ. But on top of that, he needs to be able for us to compete during those big games. No blowouts. You know, we just have to be able to compete. And I think that this year he'll be able to do it. This is year five for him, um, right? So, five or six. I mean, it throws me off when he had year zero. So zero, yeah. <laughs> so whatever it is. Like, this is his team now. Pretty much everyone on this roster is his Um Really, it it should the culture should be so far engraved ingrained in these players that they should really be rowing the boat to undefeated seasons. And I just wow. think this year will be a special one. Go Gophers! All right, um, Max, you have anything else to add in? Are we good? All right, I think we are good. Um, so that'll do it, guys. Uh, Ten and two from a couple of us for the Gophers, and Spencer's got us eleven and one. I, I would. I'd take either. I'd be very happy with either. And uh, we'll be back next week with the preview of New Mexico State and and, kind of predicting our finishes overall for the West and East side of the conference. Um, Wait, we were going to do – there's week zero games. Should we get those spreads going? Should we guess those spreads real quick? Let's go. Only a handful of them, so let's do this. All right. So this is amazing. You have Nebraska – is Northwestern in Ireland this 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 coming Saturday at eleven thirty in the morning? Fox, um, Max, do you have that spread in front of you by chance? I believe the last I saw was twelve and a half, uh, but it was up to thirteen and a half. Okay, so and I'm torn because starting, you know, I'm just gonna go with it. Northwestern is scrappy. I don't think they're a very good team this year. I think Nebraska is way more talented and will win. Given the weird setting of the game, I'm gonna pick Northwestern to cover. Yeah. Um. What What's the spread? Like, I'm reading on CBS right now. It's thirteen. Yeah. yeah the consensus looks like it's thirteen. Yep. Yeah. Um. Boy, 
Uh, I'm with you, Kurt. I think, you know, it's going to be odd. It's going to be on the road for both teams, but I don't think that it's going to be a pretty game. And that's why I think Northwestern will cover. I will say if Nebraska wins handily, that's a good start for them. But um, I, I do think that Nebraska covers. This is a must win also for Frost. If they lose this one, yeah, I don't see how he makes it. He's gone. They like, did. I just don't they might just leave him. Dominate. Yeah. They might just leave him in Ireland. They really, they really <laughs> might. You're on your own, buddy. They did yeah. win 56 to 7 against Northwestern last year. Yeah, they crushed them. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm taking Northwestern. I've already got a Northwestern ticket. Um, just feels like the smart, nerdy kids aren't going to, like, you know, go off campus in Dublin. I'm going to be a little more focused. No, they'll still have their, their optimism and hope for the season, right? First right. game, it's not like they're going to be down on themselves if things right. are going well. Like, later on, it could go that way, yeah. you know? Plus, you have a Pat Fitzgerald. Like, what does he have to lose here versus a Scott Frost who's literally like, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on top of it, you got jet lag and 18 to 20-year-old kids you got to, like, chase around. So, right. Uh, and, yeah, I'll take the Wildcats and the points for okay. sure. We're all on board with that one. Okay, and there's another Big Ten game. You have, and this is a good one. Wyoming, who's got a solid program, not nothing, you know, amazing, but they travel to Illinois for uh, a three o'clock afternoon game. Um, Illinois, ooh, the spread's moved in favor of them. Last I looked, it was ten. ESPN now has it at eleven points for the Fighting Illini. You know, and. I, like I said, Wyoming's a solid program, but I believe that Bielema's a good coach. As much as I can't stand him, uh, I'm going to go Illinois. I think they get. I think they win by at least two touchdowns. Yeah, I I agree with that. I don't. I think that Illinois will be better than last year. I think that they'll definitely be able to beat Wyoming by more than eleven. Um, whatever the new spread is um, at home. Yeah, I, I got the line. I win in. I would take Illinois too. Um... It's not one I feel super it's, confident in, though. Yeah, it's one of those where it's like, well, big numbers. So some like Vegas obviously obviously feels good about it, but then at the same time, it's that first game of the season. Like you don't really know how the teams are gonna show up, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd probably side with Illinois. Kind of sidetracked here, but are we locked in? Because I might want to make a change for that Northwestern Nebraska. <laughs> You I could, just look. I mean, I just don't know about Northwestern. Like, <laughs> I don't know about Nebraska either, but I really don't know about Western. You know, I, um, I I'm going to go with the Huskers. Okay. I got to go with the Huskers. I don't blame you. I, I, I just think it's going to be a weird environment where I think they'll they'll hold it close enough. But with yeah, yeah, that's all I'll say. If we've already covered it, I'm going to leave it at that. All right, Spencer's jumping off the smart kids bandwagon. Um, and that's really, I mean, there's other games week this coming week that are, you know, I'll have it on in the background and whatnot, but that's all I really have as far as spreads. I don't know if Max, did you have any others you want to throw out? Let me see. Here, I have this one. I'll, I'll pick it. Oh, this was the, we'll, we'll stop after this one. There's Hawaii hosting oh. Vanderbilt. So they play, yeah. they play Vandy. <laughs> okay. Vanderbilt is an eight point favorite on the road. In Hawaii. Wait, Vandy's up to eight points? Yep. Oh, my. It, <laughs> it's been like six and a half for the last couple of weeks. It hasn't. I think Hawaii oh gosh. has had that. Didn't, there, didn't they lose their coach not long ago? Yeah, this is a, a couple months ago. 
Yeah, this is a first-year coach, and I, yeah, he like he was like a former Hawaii player too. Yeah, Timmy Chang is his name. Timmy Chang. Did he get in trouble for something? Yeah, I have no idea. He might have. I don't even know. But then it's Vanderbilt, who was just the doormat of everyone <laughs> yeah. that ever existed last year. So I. Yeah, this man. This one. This so is this is a weird one because, like, I feel like back when football was so far away and I was just looking at, like, you know, the first week, just dreaming of, like, uh, when will college football be back? And I saw this one. And I remember thinking, like, oh, this feels like an easy one that if Hawaii is Hawaii, the favorite. Right? right. That if Hawaii yeah. is the favorite, then Vanderbilt will cover because Hawaii's terrible, even though they're on island. But then Hawaii comes out as, like, a six-and-a-half-point dog. It's like, what the? Like, <laughs> You know, no, I, eight points. I have oh, no idea who Vanderbilt brought in at all or anything. Vegas seems to know. Well, I'm gonna, the big thing. Yeah, go ahead. I, I, I'm gonna. You know what? Hawaii doesn't even have to win. It's at home. Gosh, I, I feel like it's wrong before even saying it, but I'm gonna pick Hawaii to cover it. Why not? You are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta um, go with Vanderbilt. Here's the only thing. You know, they do have to travel far and wide to get over there and you know that, that's a far trip for them but um i don't know it's the sec man even though that they're bottom of the barrel of sec you know i'm down here in louisiana right now so yeah. <laughs> i mean sec football is king you know whatever down here so Ooh. i just i would like to think that you know they should be able to handle hawaii who i believe is in the mount west um, to the standards that I'm hearing about here, I'm gonna go with with you know Vanderbilt. They just got to be able to cut. They just have to. If they don't, that, that is just I don't know. It's probably it's a little pathetic, you know? you know. I think Hawaii beat some teams last year that I had picked to cover at Hawaii, so that's probably playing in my choice a little bit. But I'm gonna stick with it. Hawaii covers. This one, this is one where like I would never even want. I don't even know who's gonna win. Like, yeah, I know. Cover, like if Hawaii wins by thirteen, it'd be like, oh yeah. But then if Vanderbilt wins by thirty, it'd be like, oh yeah, like that makes yeah. sense. Um, I'll take I'll take the Commodores only because they actually have quarterbacks with like experience. Um, and I think they have like I don't even know if they named a starter, but the last I saw, they have like one guy that can throw, one guy that can run. And why, yeah, like this coach they just brought in. Uh, I don't, I don't even know if they have a starting quarterback. Yeah, this is such. They a are, I mean, but, but then I'm it's like, <laughs> yeah, this one too. It's almost the same as Northwestern Nebraska, where it's like, but they're in Dublin, or it's like, but they're on island, and it's yeah. week zero. Like, who knows? I'll, I'll just take Vanderbilt. Someone knows something. Yeah, yeah, I feel like you guys are right, but sticking to my guns. All right. That'll do it for us uh, this week at Sky U Pod. We will be back next week with the breakdown preview of uh, New Mexico State, the Jerry Kill return game. Should be fun. And we're also going to add in there our prediction for how teams will finish in uh, the east and west side of the Big Ten Conference. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, let us know if you have any other ideas we should talk about in future episodes. And, uh, yeah, go Ghosts.